Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Podcast Assemble, the show where you come for your regular geeky download. My name's Tommy, and I'm delighted, as always, to be joined by my friend and co-host from across the pond. It is Hungover DL. Returned <laughs> from the from Return. the grave. <laughs> Return <laughs> oh, it up the mech. They can always hear. They You're back, al- baby. I love it. I am. They can always hear it in the voice. You it's, don't need to tell the them. Voice. It's, yeah. it's that lower cadence. You just it is. A it's bit like quiet. softer. What did you What did you do to? Um, I took my team out for beverages. Ooh, post the first time. Yeah, post COVID. It's been a while for the whole team. It's the most recent lockdown. Yeah, so- sounds like it was a good night. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, I had a lot of gin. I'm a big <laughs> gin guy now. Wait, you've moved on to gin. I guess. Oh, you're a whiskey yeah. guy like me. No, I was, but I just like you know when you like past tense. Wow. Uh no, it was just like it was a refreshing. I wanted a refreshing drink, and like uh-huh. whiskey, as much as I love it, there's very not very few that are like refreshing. Yeah, you know? true. Like fruity you have, and citrusy. You can make it refreshing though. Yeah, I'm sure I could have asked him, "Hey, make me a whiskey," <laughs> but like that sounds really. I just wanted something easy. Yeah, fair enough. Gin. I didn't want to like, go through that whole thing. I didn't realize you're a big gin guy. Yeah. Well, I'm not a big gin guy. I'm just beginning my journey. But uh, <laughs> the journey starts. Yeah, my journey has got to start somewhere. Um, by the way, there will be time codes available if you want to skip around at any point. Listen to us talk about there our days. There always is. There's always there time always codes. There always is. Or you know, talk about them. We can jump to the main topic. Whichever you want. It's all going to be there. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, how about how you? Was, um, how was Halloween, man? How was the spookiest time? It was good. It was good. Dressed up as a. Uh... Little Dalmatian. You were a little you Dalmatian. Saw. I saw you. Came you. By. <laughs> you think he thought I was a cow? I popped over. I wasn't entirely yeah. sure. Everyone was like, "What are you a cow?" It's like, dude, have you seen my girlfriend? She's obviously <laughs> fucking Corella Deville. What do you think that makes me? She's a cow? not a cow herder. She's not a shepherd. <laughs> she could. It's she could like, be in this universe. It's pretty fairly obvious that I was a Dalmatian. But what? What was the? Uh, saying something about my you weight. You had a big night. I didn't actually go out that night. We came back from yeah. a little, little getaway. But like, what was the? What was the craziest outfit you saw while you were out? What was the the best it's one? It's not really PG appropriate, is it? Oh, really? I mean, it's Halloween, dude. Girls are. I mean, not necessarily girls. You could have seen some. Do- I mean, I was gonna. I was gonna. No, say- I'm just saying, like the best ones were probably uh, like there was this one chick who was like, uh, like this whole crew actually of people that yeah. were like Harry Potter. That was pretty good. Oh like, yeah, that's they had, awesome. Like a whole crew of them. Um, one was like an avatar. It's <laughs> pretty cool. <laughs> Completely and blue. Then somewhat, yeah, yeah. Like, but like with like a suit of some kind it was like a, obviously a jumpsuit or something oh was it like was a tail it, oh that's awesome yeah it was like a wait did they have like one of those um moth suits somewhere it's like a full body yeah it was like form-fitting but i for uh, some reason always wanted one of them yeah i've kind of kind of moved on to wanting a spider-man one now but like i've always wanted like a power rangers one because that's obviously the, my go-to when we're talking about geeky childhood things. uh what else was there there was I, this i mean there was just some weird crazy makeup that i don't know what they were but they looked like crazy like one of them looks cool. like, like an alligator Ooh, it was like all paint with like all the way up the yeah, all side thing. of the chin. Like it was like these like like you know makeup that was like lifted off the face kind of thing. That's phenomenal. Bit well, that, creepy, I always love to know what the weirdest things you you see like on those types of nights are because you get the, like, try, that was probably the weirdest. But I'm trying to think of like the best. Like I don't know. What well, the, the best one is this meme that I found, which I wanted to share with you because yeah. it's it's phenomenal. It's it's basically saying never order a, a Freddy Krueger mask off Wish.com, <laughs> and that's that's. What oh. <laughs> God, it looks like a pancake. It looks, I don't know what it is, but <laughs> it looks like a poor man's Freddy Krueger. It's really not good. Yeah, Wish where's his hat, home. by the way? Doesn't he wear a hat? Yeah, he does. That Wish, guy fucked up the costume. Wish is definitely my absolute favorite of, of the memes. <laughs> well, what have you? What have you been up to this week, buddy? What have you been doing, dude? I haven't been up to much. The I was finished the Green Mile. Which oh man, I think we talked about third, that last week. Third attempt. Yeah. Well, it's just a long movie. It's like three hours. Real movie. long movie. Yeah. 
Um. Anyway, yeah, it was it was good. It's a bit weird how they just like made it. A, I thought I thought it would have been better without like the the whole supernatural element. I thought that oh, yeah. part kind of like honestly distracted from it. But anyway, um, hmm. and right. Stephen other, King though. Yeah, you know, it's going to be there for sure. Um, it was early Stephen King because it was good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he gets a bit wayward. He gets very wayward. I think he don't. Even, I don't even think he remembers what he was writing half the time for like ten years. <laughs> I think he's self-proclaimed as saying that he was just like an alcoholic and like addicted to cocaine or something. Is he really? Well, he was. Ah, okay. And then he had like a bit of a downward spiral. But then I also started the <laughs> Christ. the second book of uh, the King Killer Chronicles because I couldn't help myself. The, one, the, the one you're oh, reading. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's called The Wise Man's Fear. All right. So I'm reading that. I don't, I'm only just kicking off y'all's yeah. now. It's great. I'm, I'm ready for some beach days. I always read on the beach. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm excited That's a tone, though, it's a man. good read. Yeah, okay. How about you? What have you been watching, doing? Seeing? I got some pretty good ones this week. I think you're going to be impressed. I've got got a couple. So first and foremost, we made it. We we finally made it. We got to the, the sort of pinnacle of the MCU watch through. We finally watched Endgame. Mm-hmm. And she thought it was all right. <laughs> so. Well, what about... Did, what, what did she think of Infinity War? She loved Infinity War. I thought that's it was great. A, I was going to say, that's the best but one. But on a watchback, I kind of agree with her opinion. She was like, the first half of the movie is real slow and real dull. Well, it's kind of like the exposition of it. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like the epilogue of Infinity War, to be fair. I just, honestly, I'm, I'm still not 100% au fait with the time travel thing. I'm a bit like, eh, like it didn't really work for me. I mean, you got to think of that as like, a two-part singular movie. Yeah, it, it's, it's like, not a it's not a movie. It's on not its own. one movie. It's like it's, it's like Infinity War and that are like two parts of the same long story. Could they remake it as like a six-part Netflix document? Uh, I mean, documentary. There's, there's no reason. Show. I don't think there's any reason to. I think the way they did it is how you. Sh- it was it was quite funny the part where Captain America picks up Mjolnir and she's like, "Is that important? <laughs> like, yeah, it's fucking important." <laughs> He could do it all along. Yeah, she, I, she should know. She's literally watched them in chronological order. Anyway, no, I, I, well, I, I can understand where she's coming from, but you got to think about them as one. I it's think. true. It's a long old movie, but like, yeah. so the other things I've been doing, I started a new show on Apple called Invasion. Um, like it's, it's gripping enough that I want to know what happens. It's only four parts, and it's like an hour long. I've watched two of them. You're on the Apple. It's pretty train. good. Well, I'm just trying to find other things to watch. And I yeah. like the aesthetic of Apple shows. Yeah. But it, they're, they're, they're very long. <laughs> and they're, they're quite dull. This one's more of like a, a mystery type scenario. Yeah. So there's this big event that's happened that no one really knows what it is. And some kids had like nosebleeds and some didn't. And there's like, like a crop circle thing in this weird little town. And Sam Neill, the guy from Jurassic Park. Uh, finds it and at the end of the first one goes to check out this crop circle and we don't really know what happens to him there's a bunch of it's like a bunch of different characters who i assume are all going to come together at some point and have this big old crescendo as such as the way it goes yeah but i'm like so it goes i don't know i'm gonna watch it i'm gonna finish it it's only four parts but if it was more than four parts i'd be like this is just long. Depends if you're into aliens, I guess. I am. There you you go. don't. You haven't seen the alien either, though. So well, could be. Anything. They don't usually. Yeah. I, I wanted to go for the first that, part. Yeah, but but it's not even really hinting at them. It's more hinting at them. It was like there's a, something. Yeah. Something. It's odd. It's good. I, I'm I'm sort of enjoying it. Sort of. Sort of. But the other thing that's been taking up like the majority of my time is uh, I got the new Guardians of the Galaxy game. Yeah. How's it going? I like it. It's good. Is the gameplay fun or is it's it? Rep- solid it seems gameplay. like it might be like a bit repetitive. It is a little repetitive. Yeah. Um, but you you are able to get different. So you are controlling Peter Quill, and you've got your blasters. You've got a couple of different moves for him. Yeah. But you also can 
tell the other characters to do certain attacks so they're sort of chipping away at health of like enemies yeah. all the time but you can get them to do like bigger attacks occasionally yeah. pretty good i like it That's um, good. it's a bit tough because i'm so used to the movie versions that i'm like sort of mixed on how i like these these characters it's funny though because you can, you're able to parse it with spider-man it's the same thing well, Spider-Man, I was totally on board for. That's my I, point. So I think like, the thing is, I don't know enough about the Guardians in the comics to know if this is what they're actually like. Oh, okay. So I'm like, I know a fair amount about Spider-Man. I'm like totally down with that. But I feel yeah. like with the Guardians game, like Peter Quill's like, it's really odd how it's set up. So like all the time, all they do is just berate Quill constantly. Like the other Guardians, they yeah. just berate him. Yeah. And I'm just sat there going like, you just wouldn't, I know they're all enhanced, but you wouldn't take, you just, you just leave like who cares you guys are dicks then, yeah i'm then, out <laughs> but yeah but then anytime anything happens they all go quill tell us what to do i'm like this do, what like why would you this all just doesn't like, add up yeah after <laughs> telling him he sucks like constantly you wouldn't just flip a coin and be like but is it oh, like I don't know what to is do. it banter or is it not like, it, it, it just, just takes berating you him yeah yeah like there's ro- his his and rocket's relationship like the movies is pretty frayed yeah and it's like rocket's at the point of being annoying and they're constantly babbling in the background so when you're running around like space yeah, stations and yeah, stuff, yeah. they're constantly talking and i'm like i'm at a point where it's a bit fucking annoying fair enough but i have just gone to nowhere you know the big severed head thing that they go to in the in the movie yeah and it's really spectacular it's like some beautiful visuals and it's ps5 as well so it's got so does it follow the same story as no the movie? it's a brand new story okay. it's interesting good it's different and like, i'm intrigued to see where it goes hopefully the gameplay doesn't get too repetitive it's not as bad as that Avengers game was. Yeah. But it's good, man. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I think you should play the Guardians game. Do you reckon you'll you'll borrow it when I finish? When uh, I finish? Uh, depends on how my vacations go. Like, <laughs> if, I've, if I'm around. Not here. Got, yeah, that's true. Yeah, if I'm here for vacation, because we can't go places, then, yeah. We, I'd we, can, we can go places now. States? Interstate? Can we go interstate? I think so. Oh, okay. I think, uh, I think yeah, I'll, of... I'll probably play it over Christmas break, to be fair. Yeah, okay. Not much to do. I'll try and bust it out my so you can borrow gonna it. Come, but, oh, that's nice. Yeah. You should be able to? Yeah, because I'm a citizen because you're a citizen well anyway have you heard this week there's been some fun news and i'm excited to there's been some weird news there's been some weird news and some fun news i've got multiple weird news for you um do you want you start then you give me a piece of weird news so my weird news thomas oh we're going back to weird news it's yes, back my pew, weird, pew, pew. reoccurring segment that when we have it <laughs> we will use it i feel like william shatner in space weird... yes <laughs> what do you mean he was already in space no no, he wasn't. He's actually in space with Blue Origin. So he was allowed at 90 years old or whatever he is to literally go to space, right? It's crazy. You think he'd stroke out or something. He what? You think he'd stroke out or yeah, something. Yeah, you think it. Because like, yeah. it's a big toll on your body. Yeah. Who did he go with? Was it Musk or was it... Um... Uh, no, Blue Origin. So uh, that's Bezos. I don't know if Bezos was on the plane, but he... Oh, you have so, do you think he's going to go on every Bezos single one? Is, yeah. Maybe he, that's just what he does now. He just he's flies up. acquire the world's up, wealth. Up. Yeah. Let's not get political. This isn't a political podcast. Um, and then my other bit of it, this is two feature. Yeah. Indiana Jones, five crew member found dead. Ooh. On set in Morocco. Jewel weird news. Super sad, but also kind of on par for the story. Like that almost feels like, oh, Indiana Jones, someone was found dead. We got to go investigate. That's in, so weird. In Morocco. Like, yeah. It was, weird. was it like just a crew member? It was a crew member. Oh, man. Production that sucks. Yeah. I mean, we didn't talk about the, the Alec Baldwin thing last week. Yeah. I guess my point I is really there's a lot of this going it. on. Yeah. Um, and then on that same token, this is not weird news, but Dwayne Johnson will no longer use real guns on set. He's drawing the line. Where did that come from? I mean, because of Alec Baldwin, right? Oh, I but see. But it seems like a mean. bit of a weird, like, okay, dude, like, why would you? Use it was real a tragedy. Guns anyway? Let's be honest. Like, you, I don't understand you, why you use real guns. Regardless, just use a prop. Because like, like they use uh, they want them to like look and feel real. I guess they don't actually use. <laughs> 
They use like just I, I get it. Blank you bullets, could, you but... could create like a prop that looks exactly the same as a real gun. That wouldn't be difficult, and you can add like the flash in afterwards. You I guess that's need... the point. They don't. They want the authentic flash, like the well, gunpowder flash. But that's really interesting because I was listening to a podcast the other day, and they were saying that a lot of times with these guns and stuff, because the frame rate isn't that fast, and the flash. It looks gun. like shit anyway. No, no, it, it doesn't even show up. You don't even see it. <laughs> so it's added in post anyway. So what's that, the fucking point dumb. in doing this? Yeah, and that's just like an old school. Crazy. It's just like a reason to have somebody give have somebody a gun a job. on set. And yeah, nonsense. like you know, nonsense. Well, yeah, yeah there there are a couple of little bits of uh, kind of sad, awkward news. There yeah. was some fun news though. If you'd like a bit of a turn yeah. in direction, we'll throw it out there. Did you hear this week that Disney Pixar released the Lightyear trailer? I saw little thumbnails of it. It looks really interesting. It's had a lot of weird feedback online. People on people memed it for some reason. Unhappy that he's like no longer like a... gender gender neutral. He was gender neutral. I that's what I said. No, he wasn't. He was a man. Well, I mean, that's what I thought. But I think it looks great. So it's a he looked like uh, a bunch of memes made him into like a thug. Oh really? Have you seen these? Where oh, with like, the weave, with the weave, <laughs> and the, or like the the do rag with like uh, the do rag with like fucking earrings. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah. Oh, so this is the movie based on the character that the Buzz Lightyear toy is made from. Am I getting that right? So, yes. Yeah, that was one hundred percent right. It's you Chris Evans. Great. You did great. Yeah, thanks, mate. Oh, is it Chris Evans voicing it's it? Chris I Evans actually voice. saw that. Yeah, That'd he didn't. Good. He didn't actually say much in the trailer. It was just like a one. I think he said one word or something. It was ridiculous. But like, I'm pumped for that man. It looks great. Yeah, it, it'll be good. Well, speaking of trailers, did you see the new Witcher trailer? Uh, I think I did. You sent it to me, right? Yeah, yeah, I watched it. Solid. It does look good. I'm December again. I'm seventeen. I'm just worried about Yennefer sucking, but um, <laughs> other than that, like, he isn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He is not. He'd be stoked on that. I'm. Yeah. I mean, look, we're, we're gonna do a. Uh, yeah. But I'm, I am. Episode. I'm excited for it, and I think I just like that world. I think it is a good world. Oh, me too. So like, even if they, as long as they get like a couple of the main characters right, like it will be good. The Yennefer part though is a pretty big miss if she continues to suck. Yeah, I feel like pretty hard just, to get invested if she sucks. I felt they should just replace her. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they they fucked her story up though. It could have been they, so much better. Big time. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, like, I'm excited, like, so excited for that. Like, I saw like a clip of it the other day. It just came up, like, the thumbnail came up on uh, Netflix while we were just sitting watching like everything happen. Yeah, and I was like, I am so excited for this. Yeah, it'll be fun. <laughs> December seventh or seventeen. Seventeen. I, yeah. I I rewatched the original series not long back, and it's like it it struggles in parts, but I yeah. think it's 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 better than the sum of its parts. If that makes sense, like, it's good. It, I guess than its highest points are quite good. Yes. That's its lowest points are terrible. Yes. Like, I think that's that the way dragon. I describe it. Yeah. The, dra- <laughs> the fucking dragon. Looks like a McDonald's toy. <laughs> that dragon. You know what I mean? Like, and Yennefer were, were in all the episodes I would have stopped watching. Mate, it actually looked like like a, like a fucking network television from the oh, 90s. It was so CGI. bad. It looked like it was from like Xena Warrior Princess. That's yeah, how bad it was. Yeah, it did hit. That's I'm surprised a great, she didn't that's run a great, in from the side. That's Aye. a phenomenal analogy. Although Xena Warrior Princess was dope. So like, I don't know. I loved that. Yeah, I had such a crush. I feel like that was one of my first crushes yeah, after like her the Pink Kim. Power Ranger. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm glad we agree on yeah. these, these yeah, the weird nonsensical youth. things. Uh, did you hear this week that Kevin Feige has warned against... Uh, Getting expectations high that both Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire will appear in the Spider-Man movie, so he's essentially come out and said, "I'll kill you, I'll kill you if you say anything else about." It. No, he's 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 a bit intense, that guy. Uh, he's come out and said, "Like, just don't get excited because if they're not in there and that and you're excited, you can't blame us." That's like as 
close as you can get to validating that they're in the movie. I don't movie. know why you said a thing. Like, if like, you didn't they, say anything. Why did like, you just keep quiet? If you just shut the fuck up, like, you'd be like, I, he could be like, I never said anything. Now he's going to be like, if it actually wasn't in there, it's his fault. Because by saying that, he's validating that they're in there. I didn't think Inception. so. I don't think so. I think he's just like, chili beans, they'll probably come in eventually, but maybe not in this movie. That's what I said all along. I don't want them in this movie. They should come in later. Maybe in uh, the Multiverse of Madness movie. Well, anyway, we got some new images yeah. <laughs> of the Spider-Man movie this week. Uh, he's wearing the Iron Spider outfit that he had in Infinity War Which and Endgame. People don't like. I don't like it personally. People don't like it. There's, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of rumors that Doc Ock's going to rip the arms off the back of it, which I think is going to be a cool visual. Uh, rumors I, or just like makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense yeah. for that to happen. Yeah, I think. Well, that's what people are theorizing. Yeah, theorizing on the internet. Well, it's uh, trailers galore this week, mate. I don't know if you heard. It's um. Big trailer, big boy week. That's our catchphrase for this section is big trailer, big boy week. Big trailer, big boy week. <laughs> um, there was, <laughs> oh God, what, I don't know what's wrong with me today. There was also a trailer for uh, The Book of Boba Fett. I don't know if you managed to really? see that. Yeah. I didn't see it. Was it any good? I think I sent you it. Yeah, it looks interesting. Awesome. Yeah. You should check it out. Um, it, essentially, it's him trying to rule Jabba's old kingdom, shall we say. It's a weird way to place to take it. I'm intrigued. Like, who by wants man. to live on Tatooine? Well, I definitely fucking <laughs> no fucking body, no fucking body wants to. Like, it, I, I mean, I wouldn't. But I guess Boba Fett's just a clone, bro. He's kind of like, oh, he's not. No, a clone. he's not. He's not. Oh he's no, wait, the, no, he is the clone. He's the original clone who grew up at a normal race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's Django Fett Django and Boba Fett, Fett, Fett right? Yeah. I mean, I hate those original movies. I guess like, I why, what's his like? Them. What's his deal? Like, why would he want to go to Tatooine? I, I, I don't really I guess know. we'll find out. Yeah, we'll find um, out in the show. I mean, he's kind of just, without being mean, like just kind of an old dude now. He's an old dude. And also like he was this character that just like everybody loved because they thought his design was cool. But wasn't didn't, actually good. Yeah, didn't really have anything to do with <laughs> yeah. anything. He just he had, like of, a couple scenes. Yeah, he And they've like out. built him out to this cool thing because of that. It's kind of like the toy he that sucked. turns into a show. Yeah, he sucked in those It's actually those that. It's, it's like the Power Rangers toy that turned into a show. He managed to capture one guy who was pretty harmless, freeze him. And then he gets knocked into the Sarlacc. That's pretty like, much all he literally does. Literally 10 minutes of screen time. Yeah. And literally can't hit a thing because he's known as like the greatest And like they rewrote team. his story like that he didn't die because they wanted him to be. Yeah. Well, they, well now he's back. 10,000 years of digestion. Like you're dead, bro. I think that's what I they said. I think he's dead. Yeah, he would be dead. He would anyway, be dead. moving on. Moving on. There um, was one more trailer I wanted to talk to you very quickly about. Trailer big boy trailers. I can't remember what I trailer, said Trailer big boy trailer. Big boy trailer number <laughs> six or however many we're up to. There was... I definitely shared this with you, but I probably think you won't have watched it. Yeah. Um, a new trailer for the Morbius movie. I literally refused to watch that Did one. you? <laughs> you sent that to me. I was like, I don't care. <laughs> even for the, like, I'm not even going to humor the podcast and say that I care about Morbius. It had a brief cameo by Adrian Toomes, who's Michael Keaton in it. Hmm. Uh, I think we knew who's going to be in it anyway, but like, it looks fine. I'm not a big vampire and superhero movies kind of guy. Like Blade, I kind of enjoy, but mainly because it's a camp camp nineties movie. Yeah. Outside I, of that, I'm, I, I also like don't Jared like Lito. Lito as like a super Ooh. villain or hero. Like I think he just takes it too far. He's tried it so many ways, He's and every time it so fails. Hard. So I'm just like, go back to being like a good actor and like yeah. good weird indie movies. Do some quirky. That shit. That would be good again. Yeah. All right. One last bit of news before we jump into our main topic. So. Yes. We got, we've talked a number of times about the Christopher Oppen, the Christopher Nola Oppenheimer movie that's coming out. Yes. Which is his next big adventure. And it's 
we I, I said I think it was last week that Killian Murphy's been cast. Is it just going to be Dunkirk? But well, there's been other castings this week, so we have had announced that to, you don't even need to tell me who it's the fucking no, it's not. It, okay, it's not it's who you not, think. It's not any of the four. It's not who you think. Yeah, <laughs> we we got confirmation that Robert Downey Jr. Interesting. Yeah, Matt Damon, uh, obviously Killian Murphy, as I mentioned, and Emily Blunt will appear in the movie. Interesting. You see, those are all three new. They are new well, ones. no, Matt Damon was in. He's in one of them. Interstellar, maybe. Yeah, but it's like a very small cameo. Yeah, he's the dude who he's goes the crazy dude who, like, on the falsely planet. Falsely, like falsely creates the, uh, like this is a good world, but it was it wasn't. The yeah, he's sending forged. out like a signal yeah, to yeah, everyone just so he could survive, like live. get out of that. Yeah, <laughs> get out of here, man. Um, Dick. I think that's that looks like a cool cast. Like they're all, I mean, they're all actors that I love. Yeah, at the moment, anyway. Maybe not Matt Damon. He's so so. I like Matt Damon. He's not done much since Bond. <laughs> it's not true. He's had some, but I like Matt Damon. I guess my point is like he is Matt Damon. He's done a lot of like small roles. He hasn't led a a film in a while that was like super uber successful. True. I haven't yeah. I haven't seen him do personally, I haven't seen him do a lot of things. Like he's not usually in my wheelhouse. Like there's the action side that I love. I didn't see much in action side now. He's a little bit older. I know the party like, was great. There's a lot of Greenpeace stuff now. Yeah. Um well, anyway, if you guys have heard anything that we haven't talked about, hit us up. You can find us at uh, Podcast Assemble on Instagram or thepodcastassemble at gmail.com. My man did it. All right. Do you want to preface our main topic this week? Yeah, it is The Harder They Fall. It is. Which is uh, basically a Western. Well. A reimagined Western. Well. Do you want to give me your um, stupid plot summary? Yeah, mine's, get real, into mine's real simple. Django, but with significantly less white people. Oh, <laughs> we're very close this week. I knew we'd get there. Eventually. I mean, like, it's exactly what it is. I knew we'd get there. So, this is a Netflix movie, right? This yeah. has just been released this week. We managed to squeeze it in um, to talk about on this podcast. And my stupid plot summary is not dissimilar. Uh, if Django Unchained was created for Netflix, but without Tarantino's lust for. Unnecessary gratuitous feet shots, yes. disjointed storytelling, and incomprehensible use of the N word. Nincompoop. <laughs> they, did, they didn't use it once. Nope, not once. That was a choice, I'm sure. I'm I'm pretty sure it was. I don't know. I, I don't express to be like educated on these matters at all, but I feel like that was a choice. Yeah, a big time. Yeah. Uh, well, well, we'll get into sort of the, yeah. the director and cast in a moment, but so essentially, the plot of this is. It's this dude, Nat Love, who's played by Jonathan Majors, who's awesome, by the way. Yeah, he's uh, As a child, he sees his mother and father brutally killed. Uh, and as a grown-up, he's seeking revenge in the Wild West. That's it? True. That's the short version? That is the short version. We're getting better at this. That is the short version. Should we plot some reason plots? I'm always terrible at it. I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best for you here. Well, before we get into this, Dan, do you want to tell me what you think the I am de score for this is? The I am de buh? Um de buh. Uh, because we talked about this a couple of times on the pod. If you I, remember, yeah, I forget. It like, fluctuated. It, I bet it would have because no one had seen it yet. Now it's out, so I'm sure. There's yeah, that's rating. so weird. I wonder why it got. I would say it's probably like a eight point one. Is that too high? IMDb is really high. struggled. It's on five point seven. Is it? Yeah, because if you remember when it came out, it it was like phenomenal for like one week. That's what I'm saying. I figured maybe it was like a small amount of reviews, and that now that people have like. Possibly. This is a time point, of recording. Even as I said, 8.1 though, I was like, nah, it's probably more like a 7.3. This is a time but, recording. Remember, this is on, here, this has only been out a day and a half. Yeah, so could change. Yeah, it could easily change. What do you what do you think the Metacritic score is? I don't think it's that. I think there's a lot of people that like this movie. I would say it's like, I'm going to go 70, 70. 
Ooh, you're getting better at this. It's 71. Ah, uh-huh. yeah, that's pretty good. Because like there were critics that like this. I think that IMDb's tripping. I've I think I've read a couple of critics things about this, um, and they've all been pretty solid. Yeah, I mean, I liked this movie. Just spoilers. I'm trying to look at. Oh, actually, I'm just checking in the background long. while we're talking. You're right. It's gone up at 6.1 on IMDb now. So okay. in a day. So I think this could. I think this could turn. The tide it's could gone change. up. Yeah. Well. All right. Okay. So finally, then, what do you think the Rotten Tomatoes score is? Uh, my hungover friend. 85. Oh, so close. So close. It's 88. Is it? You. You. You're getting to this. You're, you're getting, getting there. there. You're getting there. I think. Um. I think that's probably like quite quite close to how I feel about how. Yeah. Uh, I think that's quite close to how I feel about the movie. Like it is pretty damn good yeah no it's a good movie it's i mean like there are some com- minor complaints but like what we'll i'll say about that. this is like mm. it's really really refreshing i think i'm gonna let you it's a refreshing drive, take. drive a lot of the conversation because westerns are your your ground right that's your yeah okay so like home field but uh, let's let's just quickly talk about the director i mentioned it a second ago yeah the director this is only his third time in the director's chest. I thought it was like his a, debut. Second for a movie, yeah. yeah. He's done one of the Western before this with actually a few of these acts before. He's James Samuel. Uh and I love his style. It's like it's not even it's not unique, it's just beautiful cinematography, but also like quite gripping storytelling. Yeah. yeah. I feel like he's got a real good mix of that. I think that like you also the one thing I'll say about it is like you really do know what he likes. Big time. Like you know what he's been inspired by. He does, he's not really shy about taking from them. Yeah, a I mean, bit. we mentioned Tarantino. There's a lot I, of. I do feel like he took a little. Like he, it was a little too on the nose at times. How much he took from Django. Yeah. Honestly, I think uh, I think the story is different enough, but stylistically, I just mean like how much the main character is Django. Sure, that, that's uh, well, kind of what I meant. Let's just but like, it's also like a tropey character type yeah anyway so it's like it's kind of unfair to say that we're gonna get into that in a moment because i think that might fall into some of our best no no fair fair enough but it's worth just quickly touching on the the cast this movie because this is a big fucking cast we've got uh likes of jonathan majors damien wayans i can't say his name uh rj why am i bad with names today rj clia zazie beats zazie beats we got regina king um we got idris elba Eddie Gathagy's from Star. Uh, he's in a couple things, uh, startup, uh, some other stuff that's new. Delroy Lindo's in this, the the one and only Delroy Lindo. He's the sheriff, the old dude. He ah, yeah, is I liked him. Fucking great in I, this. What else is he in? You said Regina you know what? King, huh? You said Regina King, yeah. Regina King, she's fantastic. Like Keith Stanfield, I haven't. I've seen him in stuff too, and he was quite good. Now, before we carry on, I always have to bring you back to talk about our world famous segment. Yes. Which is an absolute favorite of the pod, yes. and that is goofiest I, IMDb. I think picks. I've already ruined it. I think I know who you're gonna pick. I don't know if you do. I've got a couple here that okay. might might change your mind. So first and foremost, we have one candidate for goofiest IMDb pick, and it is Zazie Beetz's IMDb picture. Which can you please <laughs> explain that? <laughs> There's no the way listeners. she's winning this, dude. I think she's uh That's goofy as hell. That's ridiculous. It's, it's, is it? Who has that as their pub- publicist photo? If it was a guy, it'd be ridiculous, but <laughs> yeah, as a true. woman, like sex sells, man. She she is very much selling in that picture. Yeah. Um, I find that ridiculous. Like that's supposed to be her IMDb. It, I, I I take your point, but I refuse to acknowledge it. 
I think I know who you thought I was going to put in for this. Did you think it was going to be the white guy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nikki Dolan? I thought that was too obvious. But like, to be fair, it's a le- completely legitimate oh. headshot. He just looks like a bit of a dweeb. That's what I was going to yeah. say. I was yeah, like, we're is. not just making fun of these guys. But yeah. this guy now, this is Tim Cook now. <laughs> Tell me what you think of Tim Cook. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, to be fair, he got the party he was looking for. Very goofy, right? It's just like... Old mate is in a cowboy outfit, He's but like also cowboy. a gas station shirt. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it looks like somebody who's working like your local servo. It's so true. Uh, and he's got like the full pleats. He's even got yeah. like a horse. I, don't, um, I can't even find this guy. I'm going to, you must have he's pretty deep. far. He's pretty far down. Yeah. He might um, challenge old Ray. He's good. Tell me, tell me who you think wins that this week then. I reckon that your, your mate there does. What's his name? I forget his name because I can't. Tim, Tim Tim Cook. I think Tim Cook. You know, you're not going with Zazie. I thought that's ridiculous. Nah, I did. I mean, it is and it isn't. She's got swagger. She got swag. Yeah, yeah. right. And she's great in this actually. Like, yeah, I'm, she is. I'm, I'm having a laugh. But now the real question is, can he be the the, the VIP of the show? I think it's a big contest this week. I it's I reckon close. it's been long enough. One last time, we're gonna retire him. I think soon. I think enough. I think it's been long enough. Let's see it. This is your boy, yeah. Tim Cook. <laughs> the gas station thing. <laughs> the bro. gas station thing. It, and also, like, the scarf or look. Yeah, he's got a little neckerchief thing going on. Yeah. He's got the full belt buckle. Yeah. He's really trying for this. And then we have the one and only, the Ray, Mr. Ray Bookteniker. How do you feel? I mean, Ray, you got to get a new background, to be fair. <laughs> but, I think maybe it but was I like think, a blue screen. Yeah, I think that Ray loses this week solely because, Ow. like, it's hard for me to, like, justify you making your IMDb pick. Like, you're just, like, asking to be typecasted. He is. Except you forgot the one thing to not, to, to like, actually be typecasted. Like, wear a legitimate shirt. Like, why are <laughs> you wearing your part-time gas station job shirt? So is, is Mr. Cook, is he going to take I think he's unseated the... him. Yeah, oh I just my think days. that there's a bit of a, like, if, if Tim had actually really committed to the cowboy outfit, and I'm like, oh, well. He actually looks like a cowboy. He's trying to be a he's, cowboy. He's in the heart of their fall. It worked, but he didn't fully commit. I wonder if he's actually a cowboy. Maybe he is. Like, and he's actually in this as like an extra type maybe thing. That's, you know? Maybe that's Let's find that out. Because if he is, I think that changes the whole wrinkle of this, true. right? That is true. Let's find Mr. Tim Cook quickly while we're talking in the background. <laughs> is he a cowboy? I don't. I can't find him. Oh, yeah, there he is. The heart of their fall. What's his thing? Ah, oh, he is a rodeo host. So he's... He's built for the part maybe that's not an IMDb picture maybe that's his just general instagram yeah picture. yeah it could be could be either right. way shouldn't be on imdb then he so so he's being mr Booktenica. the vip's done i hate to say it but all right he's out time. i think it's time all right so we're gonna put him in a hall of fame he's he's up he there up in there. the, the hall i mean of we fame can do like moment. we can do like a a showdown again later once Ooh. we've gotten a bunch of winners. We should yeah, that'd be a good time. idea. Actually. We should have really retired Ray. I feel like he's had his moment. Yeah, I think maybe that's what it is. He's retired at the top. All right. Well, let's jump into the main discussion. Non spoilers. Yes. Right? Non spoilery stuff first and foremost. We'll do non spoilers first and spoilers after. We'll we'll call it after we've decided whether it's better or worse than 2018's Aquaman. Of course. Um, well, did you like the story? Is the main question. I thought the story actually had a bit of like some weird parts to it. Really. Not weird, but like just dragging. Like there wasn't actually okay. all that much that was happening in between the dialogue. It was very Quentin Tarantino in that way. But there's like to me, without t- without spoiling things, like part mm. of the part that drives the plot is you know this revenge plot, and yeah, somehow yeah. they get conned into just like robbing a bank for the guy they're mm-hmm. trying to kill. It's like well, like that's just like if you wanted to kill him, that's just not how you would approach the situation, right? Well, you wouldn't just yeah. show up. 
You wouldn't just send one person. Well, he well they just want to scout. So the basic point there is that they were yeah. trying to scout this town we'll, yeah. we'll get into it in a moment well, my point is like that there's just some you feel like there was it just was like well surely there's something better they could have made the characters do that made more mm-hmm. like narrative sound like there was a bit more of a compelling plot driver sure i guess i yeah. thought it was just like a real nice throwback to spaghetti westerns i thought it was I like know, maybe that's what he was going for yeah but i, f- but I, I appreciate like, like a modern like i guess like true grit yeah okay is a is a very very common um i guess it's like a very there's not a lot going on in true grit right yeah, they're chasing yeah. an outlaw yeah but yeah. This, the, the things they do in between the to make it happen yeah, were, yeah. like add to the atmosphere of it being a western right mm-hmm. you're like oh there's this outhouse where they go and meet somebody who's a part of the gang because there's not that many places to sleep in the wilderness like, yeah like there wasn't as much of that stuff it so was kind of like they showed up to this town and then they leave the town and then you know so would you say um it's it it, it look it sort of like prioritizes style over substance yeah i would okay. say there's a lot more like and, and like it, it, that's a great way to put it I won't even try and correct the way you said it. It prioritizes style over substance. And part of that is because it's like subverting all the like, you know, this isn't like an actual story that happened. Yeah. There are real characters, by yeah, the way. Yeah, there are. Yeah, one but this them. isn't what happened. It's like not like a true story. Mm-hmm. So I think that they don't feel as much of a need to like draw you back into the time period beyond it just being in the setting. Does so, that make sense? Right, if they don't want you to think it's this authentic Western mm-hmm. story, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. want it to subvert those like That's interesting. stories, I guess. Okay. So it's essentially putting modernized characters into a a world that doesn't really fit them. Yeah. Well, I, I guess if they were trying to make it more of a historical timepiece that's just an alternate history, like that's yes. not really what they did. Okay. Like they, I think they did that, but they didn't. I never really actually felt like I was in the West. If that Fair makes enough. sense. Yeah. All right. I think one thing I wanted to call out is that I feel like they paid off a lot of the setups from early in the movie in quite satisfying ways later on. Yeah. So like they set up certain things. Uh, with you know whether it's dialogue or like things people are doing and towards the end of the movie like you get these real satisfying ways of of like bringing it full circle they also did a lot of subversion they did and like, i found that really yeah. good as well so maybe they we'll talk build about up that spoilers that, were, that exactly. where i didn't think what was going to happen happens or it happens in a way that was satisfying and that's yeah. what i mean yeah, and, totally and, and they they twist a lot of the expectations of certain parts and i thought that was pretty good like yeah. I, i'm a, i agree with you on your first point but i think it did in other ways it really satisfied me and how it paid off a lot of the things that the dialogue and the characters were very well paid off that's not what i'm talking about i guess i'm talking about like integrating like the actual way that the west was yeah, yeah, to yeah, how, what drives the plot understood yeah and there's like a lot of things like i watched a video the other day on um it's just, it's just so geeky it was about getting shot uh and how mm. like in movies it's ridiculous because like if you get shot in real life like immediately like sepsis starts kicking in and like all these horrible things and pretty much unless you get to a, a doctor like immediately you're pretty much just going to die through not not through it but through like the shock or through the blood loss or through like the lead huh like the lead yeah like yeah. so many different things can uh, and like this like yeah. i say the sepsis from it kicks in pretty much fucking immediately yeah um and unless it's treated like borderline straight away you're pretty much na- you're pretty much screwed yeah so like things like there's a part in it where he gets shot and he just kind of walks it off i'm like i i struggle with stuff like that in movies nowadays i'm like yeah, you, know, you don't just walk that off. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? So anyway, but like, it's good. Um, I like the performances overall. Like for, for the movie, it was like, if you take, take it in the, the context of like, it's not really like supposed to be a West, like set in the West, if that makes sense. Like you just said, but yeah. it was, I enjoyed the performances. I thought uh, Jonathan Majors and Regina King were real highlights. I thought they were all pretty good. They're all little characters. I thought there was like one too many side characters, maybe. Maybe. But yeah. like, that's about it. One thing I did call out, and I thought this was like straight away while I was watching it, 
um idris elba's character right to begin well to begin with i was like he's way too likable to be this character like yeah. just knowing his performances and i kind of stuck with me all the way through but one thing i was thinking while it was happening was i think that character would have benefited from just being a silent antagonist all the way through the movie as mm. soon as he opened his mouth i was taken out of the mystique of it i was like ah oh, all right it's just idris elba but I, the beginning when if i agree or disagree but okay. i do think that like there really wasn't enough there for me to like I just didn't know what he was up, like what what actually he cared about. You yeah, good I mean? point. Like, was what until right at the very end? Was he like, yeah? Well, was he like a dick, or was he like, did he was he just like so fanatical about his dream? Like, I, I guess there, I would have liked more there ahead, and I guess part of it is the twist, right? Yeah, so, yeah. But like, still, there was they we'll could have done other to. things. Yeah, yeah, and but the, I, I don't think they gave you enough reasons to dislike him. Yeah, like, you, yeah. And, and you don't even know, like, so at the very beginning, you don't even actually see it's him that murders the the parents. You just take it on uh on no, I, thought, and I thought that they were gonna do, i thought there was like a reason for them doing it that way but there really wasn't no it was really odd it was just like i thought it was gonna sure. be a subversion like it was gonna be someone else or yeah. you know what i mean yeah um anyway so i did like the performance i thought it was great i did enjoy the strong female characters in this daisy beats was was great mentioned yeah. regina king who i think she's one of my top actors at the moment she's fantastic she's um, good but i've seen her kind of play the same character now Okay. She's a badass chick that can like fight and like I'm wondering True. like what other she's probably done other shit and I just haven't seen it. It just she, it just happens to be the ones I watch because they appeal to me. But I do, I do wonder, however, saying there's these strong female characters, if it would pass the the Bechdel test, which is, are there two women in it? Do they speak like when they're it, it, it's basically like a test of if women have authority uh, any what's not authority agency agency in a movie, like when they're speaking, are they just speaking about a male character? Do they have interactions with each other that are outside of talking about the male character? It's like the Doctor Who thing. If you ever watch Doctor Who, yeah. all the female characters do is talk about Doctor the, the Doctor. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like that's that's where that sits. And it's like, ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, they never have agency really. No, I understand that. That's fair. I think there were some scenes where they had agency, um, where it was actually and it was stripped down. It was like, here's the way like two women protagonists are gonna interact against each other where it wasn't about the males. But I'd have to go back and watch to really confirm that. Like when, when they one, get in the little yeah. fist fight, like I remember that. There was one being conversation. A cool scene. Yeah. yeah, there was one conversation when Daisy Beats was imprisoned, and they were talking. Uh, they had basically a conversation about uh, Regina King's sister. Yeah, and she was saying she told a, a bit of a backstory about yeah, herself yeah. and stuff, which you know it's, it's not necessarily related. But like the bigger picture is that it's all about these two male characters. So no, that's true. In a sense, nah. That's so, true. All right. Well, then why don't you talk to me a little bit about the cinematography? The cinematography is really cool. Like We've the editing, touched on it a little bit already. Like, yeah, the the editing, the like, uh, the harder they fall. Like that. I wish there was a bit more of that throughout. It kind yeah, of felt okay. like it was like they half committed to it. Uh-huh. Um, but look again, that's also some of the stuff where I was like, "Are you stealing from?" <laughs> you stole from a lot of directors, right? Like just thievery. But no, it was it was good, and it's the style, I guess, of like these kind of mm. like, you know, um, alternate history you know, yeah. historical setting movies. Well, I was going to say um, that cinematography blended nicely with one that's going to come up in my three best and worst, which is the the music. The music, yeah, the piece. Sure. We'll, we'll touch, I think it was, yeah. I'll wait just a second to touch on that, but like the way, like you say, like the beats of the movie hit with the beats of like the songs and yeah. the way the songs came in and out, I was I was really impressed by it. It was awesome. Yeah, dude, the pacing as well. Loved it. Um, yeah, agreed. Moved at a clip. It wasn't, it was slow, but not too slow. I mean, like westerns are supposed to be slow, but it didn't. I didn't feel like it was ever yeah. like dragging. There, there were times where I was like, okay, it feels like we've just been doing the same thing a bit. 
Yeah. And okay. that's where I'm like, I wish they would have integrated some part of like the time into it. Like I talked about earlier. Yeah. I think that would have helped the pacing a bit, but overall I, I enjoyed the dialogue and like the, the pace enough to not really care that much. I'm going to say, I think if I'd watched this in the cinema, I would have probably got a bit bored at times because I was on my sofa and I could just flick through, you know, Instagram. <laughs> I think that's I think a fair I... comment, but I also just like, I think I just, I haven't seen a Western in the cinema and i think West, oh, yeah, that's a good point i think i just always watch them on my couch and i for that i appreciate <laughs> the slowness of them or like with a whiskey you know that's kind of my go-to nice relaxed a little, chilled yeah. all right well then quickly what do you think of that the action the action was cool yeah i agree cool. i mean I like it the it, honestly it wasn't like anything super special but the it was stylistically cool it was like the guns look cool they sounded like guns wasn't a Dwayne, like, it wasn't a new Dwayne Johnson well, I movie. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like no one was safe. Real. You know? Yeah, yeah. A lot of people died. Spoilers. Well, you, well we'll get into that in spoilers. But like, yeah. I think yeah, that that was good for me. The fact that early on they established that like, so very early on they they meet the scene. The get yeah exactly. <laughs> and they, but then they meet the gang of uh, the Crimson Hoods, whatever they're called, yeah. and a bunch yeah. of them just Second got scene. murdered. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> all right, well they're not coming back. And then like the third scene, when yeah, we'll train, like, three. <laughs> yeah. So I like I like that about. It. I thought like. It made the action feel weighty, yeah. like more so than like, like you said, like, like I almost said Glenn Johnson. He's an old soccer player Glenn from the UK. Uh, unlike a Dwayne Johnson movie where it's just, you know, like it, it's fake guns. CGI and now fake guns. Exactly. Coming to you he, by he, he, gets hit, he gets hit by a car and yeah. it's fine. Yeah, literally. Uh, in fact, the, the, the car got hit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a big fucking dent in that car. All right. Nice one. Well, I think for non-spoilers, it's pretty solid. Do you want to... Give me your tones and or themes of this movie. Dude, I, I think there was, like, I don't know if I have a theme, to be honest. Other than revenge. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it was anything other than that a bit. Um, there's probably some, like, statements, like, about racial tensions that I just went over my head. Sure. So I'm not even going to try and talk about that without doing a bit more research. I didn't have Being time. Being very white humans. Yeah. But I do think that it was interesting how, like, the theme was, there was a theme of, like, there's definitely lots of statements about diversity or mm -hmm. a focus on diversity or maybe the lack thereof. And that's like a theme of this movie, like okay. obviously, because you go to like the, the few white people you see are in the all white town yeah. with the white windows and the, and the train white bank. With all the, and the, the rich yeah, people. So it was just yeah. kind of like, I think the point was like, we're drawing attention to the fact that there's not a lot of this in this movie and that's the point and that's our theme. Like, I think there is something uh -huh. there and that's about all I'll uh -huh. say about it. I, I, I did have a, a theme which was kind of around honor um and this kind was of, honor yeah this maybe between, falls between yeah. a couple characters maybe this falls into like the the spoilers a little bit but like is it worth losing your honor for the satisfaction of finishing what you started in the revenge movie you know what i mean like yeah there's a lot of that towards definitely towards the end of the movie and bits but well maybe bits as well like um when uh jonathan mage's character goes to the town and he meets daisy beats character we're not very good with character names. I've noticed this over our podcast. Well, when, not when this they one because I watched it so fast. But Zazie yeah. is Mary Fields. I knew yeah, that when one. when they meet and there's it, it, there's that scene where she's basically saying to him like, "You won't rest until this guy's dead," and he's like, "No, no, no, I'm changed." Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is obviously the very white version of this. No, 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 darling, I've changed. Mm -hmm. um, and then he immediately, once he finds out this dude's getting out of Idris Elba's getting out of prison, changes his mind hatches a scheme to go and go and you know like have a confrontation yeah. with him so it's like is honor worth anything in this you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. is it worth losing your satisfaction of you know getting that final kill that that's something that i thought about anyway i don't know if you how much you agree with that yeah, no for sure i mean it's kind of like the last of us twos thing yeah a little anyway, bit I'm just pulling that out of my hat 
Oh, I like that. Um, Out of no. the back pocket. That was just ready to go. Yeah, well, I, I thought about that one a lot. But uh, yeah, I, I agree with all those. That's fair. But what do we have next? Do you themes and tones? Do you want to go through three things? Three three best and three yeah, worst. Three, what do you reckon? And we and we ended the grand debate of last week. <laughs> it I is a non-spoiler thing because we're, we're t- I think Tommy's point is correct. Tommy has came to me and said, here's what it was like we originally envisioned it as. Like it's the three things that might make you want to watch this movie and the three things that might not make you want to watch this movie. And I, then I you don't can think take a lot. those three. And and then make a decision. And if there's spoilers involved, that's kind of fucked. So, you know, you get I don't victories. think a lot of that discussion made the actual final cut of last week's podcast. Cut so everything I just said. In, in, <laughs> to, for, for like a, a brief overview, we had a discussion last week around what the point of tones and themes were. If you can't spoil a movie. No, not, not tones and themes. Sorry. Three, three best, three best three and three worst. Yeah. Uh, and the consensus that we're, we're offering our uh, opinions to you guys based on Three things that we think would make you want to watch the movie and three things that might turn you off watching the movie. And right? obviously being spoiled might turn you off, so we exactly. should probably not do that. Exactly. And we try to make it fun at least. It's the small victories, Thomas. What are your three best then? Uh, soundtrack for sure, which I'm sure is on yours. Music. It's really good. Oh my God, it's good. Yeah. It's uh, it's, it's basically all the tracks that Kanye West is going to steal in the next like <laughs> five years, right? You know, it's the same guys. I, I think that I think it was Jay-Z and some other guys that did this it's the same ones that did gatsby which i think really? it fits gatsby a bit uh worse of yeah. a movie than it i've not this. seen that film it, it's anyway the the soundtracks are good or it's, it's phenomenal there's a good jay-z track at the beginning right what's that at the very beginning there's a track with jay-z on yeah there, there is like... and he produced the, the whole thing i think that's awesome um or produced the movie maybe i think okay uh refreshing concept you know in general right i'm with a refreshing you. take on like a on a kind of traditional story um and refreshing like a bit of some subversion in the tropes of the that traditional spaghetti western story i'm with you yeah so there's a lot of that that and then like three three things i like like three things that you'll probably like the, the level of like side character kind of uh you know like characterization like they're all little characters that have their little place in this little kind of cowboy universe which the, yeah. sea, the cowboy universe is a thing according to the director he wants to make the cowboy the sea universe the cowboy verse uh, so those are my three things I like. How about you, man? I'm with you. I feel like they're pretty solid ones. Mine aren't drastically different. So I've got, um, obviously, the music you said. I think it takes a lot of the good parts of a Tarantino movie and removes a lot of the nonsense. Um, Talking about feet? Yes. <laughs> there's very little feet in this. There's very little N-word. All the things I said at the beginning, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, no, but I think sometimes uh, he can be a bit gratuitous with some of his uh, tracking shots, for example, where... Like I'm just I've just got this one image in my head of one spot of time in Hollywood when they get the plane to Italy. Well, and that is like you the just most watch gratuitous the one plane of all of for ten minutes and you're like, just stop. <laughs> the, I, I think he got it the 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 length of his cuts just right. <laughs> I, I think that like Tarantino is more gratuitous with like Big he, time. with those things for sure. I think he's I think he and, and that plays film on in it. particular was his worst one of I that. think he plays on it a lot now as well, especially now. Like, and now he's like fuck you. he's like, Fuck you, like I'm Tarantino. I can, you know, like this is. I want the shot this long. <laughs> he's, got, he's got that. Like how he sounds. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. Uh, my last one was just that I thought uh, Delroy Lindo as the sheriff was an absolute jerk. Dude, uh, side characters. Yeah, exactly. Great side character. Built really well. Like yeah. all of them had like yeah. they were all flawed, but had great stories. Um, yeah. Just enough really to like good. make you be like, I'd be down to maybe watch like a side feature on this guy's back. Big time. Like big you know? time. And they give they give you little hints of them that things that they might build off of too. Like this the sheriff ability to like take down that one guy and it was just him now without with, without spoiling it yeah. there is one character who may or may not survive the movie who 
I would love to see a side side story about, it, and I'm trying to find it now. What is his name? Actually, you know what? Um, what was the the side character who was in the bar originally with Daisy Beats? Cuffs or something? Yeah, yeah. She Cuffs. was great. Cuff. Yeah. Cuffy, Cuffy, Cuffy. Great name as well. Cuffy, really good name. She was yeah. great. I would have watched the whole side story on Cherokee Bill, who was Cher- exactly a Lakeith Stanfield character. He was cool. He was phenomenal. even Bill Pickett. I like Bill Pickett. Bill Pickett's great. Who's the guy who's the fa- the guy who's the fastest drawer? He's a bit annoying, but he, yeah. But I'd watch a side thing about yeah, him because he's uh, he's he's fun. He's the one I'm trying to name. find. I can't find him at the moment. Um, damn that just. just Good all round. Yeah. No, the I whole agree. thing. Totally. I, so, how about you, things you didn't like yeah, that would what, stop you from do, kind of recommending? Do you want to go first? Sure. Uh, pay, I said pace drag at times. Okay. All right. I, I think we talked about this a bit. And Mixed I have, emotions on the pace. I, I, I thought like, not at times, really just there was like one bit. It was like in between realizing, you know, okay, this is a revenge story and he now knows where the guy is and him actually confronting the guy. Like, there was just sure. a bit in the middle there. But, Honestly, a bit when they camped outside. The... Yeah, honestly, that's it. Okay. Um, for for pace, like it's a small minor gripe, and honestly, if you're watching a western, you probably won't have this gripe. You need a lot. It's like the Game of Thrones. Yeah. You, you need to gradually yeah, make you, your you way. You know what you're getting down. into when you're yeah. when you're watching western. It's usually not like it's got moments that are slow. Certain plot elements, again, like I said before, like could have been better. I guess the plot could have been driven more by actual more like historical parts of the the West. Yeah. Okay. I think we're lacking. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just, the, the biggest one I'd say is at times, at yeah. times, I'm excited for this. It pulls a bit too much from Django. Like it, it almost, yeah, feel, okay. it almost feels like you, this is fan fiction sometimes, but yeah, of Django. Yeah. He's, he's not, he's not borrowing. He's just stealing. Yeah. And you know, whatever. I can see that. Yeah. I, I mean, I liked it. That's a great statement to Tarantino though. Like some, yeah. Some of the, re- I, th- I feel like he maybe went a bit further than referencing it. I feel yeah. like at the beginning when it was just pulling bits and you were like, oh, that's a cool reference. But by like 15 minutes in, I was like, this is a lot of Qu- Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. And, and it's not even just the director. It's also the main actor who I actually really liked and brought yeah. his own thing to the role. Majors. But there was just an element where I was like, you kind of watched Django before you did this. <laughs> like, cause you, cause like the character, there were parts of it. It was a little like, he was a little less over the top. He was more subtle to yeah. be honest. He made it his own, but I don't I, know. I, I don't really like Jamie Foxx. Do you not? I don't think I've ever watched a movie and been like, I really like him. He's good at comedy. Like him when he, well, like him when he sings, like him when he does comedy. comedy. Just can't get behind him in movies. I just don't. Actually, I, I say that I watched him in the one with Michael B. Jordan where he, Michael B. Jordan's a lawyer. It's a Netflix one. I forgot yeah. what it's called. Uh, that was actually pretty good. And he was like a very. Mercy? Yeah, just Mercy. That's it. Yeah. He's very quiet. He's very like, yeah. um, you know, in his own space. That was actually a good performance from him. Anything else where he's got anything more than like a, a five on the scale of like excitableness? Yeah, get out the door. Like it's t- it's just too over the top for me. Yeah. Um. All right. My worst. There is a lot of fucking singing in this movie. <laughs> a lot worst. of singing. <laughs> I don't know if it's bad. I just think it the is. singing's Sometimes good. Sometimes it's random. I give you that. But the singing. They're all good. Jonathan the Majors. Yeah, great singer. I did not yeah. expect him to be that good at singing. Sometimes I'm like, I, it's like the Lord of the Rings thing. Yeah. I don't need a fucking oh. song for five minutes. Just get on to the next minutes. scene. He's being a bit extra, guys. He's <laughs> being a bit extra. But look, I think those are small gripes. It is a small gripe. Idris Elba. I didn't get behind his character motivations. Okay. I think we talked about this a little yeah. bit at the top. Didn't quite get it for me. And I didn't I, think I he was believable as a villain. And my last one is just, just don't 
don't try and force a Wayans brother into a serious movie. Like, don't do it. Like, they're, they're comedy gold. Which one? Fine which with that. One of the Wayans brothers was in there, and he was he was one of the the, the, uh, the Crimson Hood gang who got away. Oh yeah. I was like, stop, stop it. I liked stop him. It. Stop it. I liked him. I quite Mon- liked Monroe Grimes. Yeah. Damon Wayans Jr. Yeah, no, bad. Uh, better or worse than Aquaman 2018? It's better. It's better. Okay. It's better. I'd say so. Yeah, all right. I'm but with you on that. Can it be better? <laughs> but it could be better. <laughs> could it be better it than Wonder be Woman? Better. <laughs> all right. Should we should we spoil this? Yeah, there's not much to spoil. Sp- no, there isn't. Spoiler warning Honestly, from now. Revenge, revenge story. Yeah, a lot of people die. I don't even remember though. who dies. Let's not, we don't even have to talk. Pretty about much who everyone. Dies. Pretty much everyone. But Zayze beats and the main, Jonathan Majors, and the main guy, and the, and the main girl. And Tru- Cuffy. Cuffy doesn't die. Cuffy, and Trudy, you don't actually see her die. You actually see her kind of maybe at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you see I kind of like that. There's maybe a um, potential next movie in that. Yeah. No, he said as much. He's like, I want to keep it up. Trudy open. was um, uh, Watchmen. Yeah, Regina King. Regina, yeah. That's the one. So the main twist, though, is that like yeah, the main twist. brothers. Yeah. Somehow. Which, you know. The main twist is that the main that bad guy, me, Idris Elba. Yeah. And the main good guy, in quotation marks, Nat King, which is uh, Jonathan Majors, are brothers all along. And Idris Elba's father would drink and beat his mother, eventually killed the mother and just left. And then he Half went... brothers, I should say. Yeah, sorry. And then yeah. he went and then created a new family where he was like this this pastor, stoic. maybe? Yeah. yeah stoic he was man. off the booze. He was very relaxed. He's a new man. Had, had, had a son of about 10-ish, maybe, who was a young Jonathan Majors. I don't understand. Why would you kill the mom? I understand why he kills the mom because he wanted him to feel all the pain first before he shot the father. It's pretty why? Sad, but he's not that sadistic in the rest of the movie. So why not just kill the son as well? Yeah, like if, I guess that's the point. If you're willing to kill the mom, yeah, he's got nothing to do with it because neither of them had anything to do with it. Yeah, like if you're saving the son because she had he had nothing to do with it, the mom has no idea about the past. You can yeah. see it on her face. To me, that should have been an accident or something. Nah, I, you know what I mean. Like, I just like, think it was a, ba- a bad choice. Well, I guess like if she was to die, it should not have been his decision. It should have been a result of him drawing it out as an accident. Like someone, one of his guys does oh, it. Or, you oh know, yeah, like it should yeah. have been a tragic accident. Or she jumps in front of the bullet to try and yeah, save the so father. Yeah, so something like yeah, okay. because him just outright sadistically killing her didn't make a lot of sense. I, I kind of understood the the mindset though. He's like, I'm gonna kill this chick to make you feel all the pain I felt before I kill you. So he he has that sort of. But then if he's already doing that, why not just kill the son and then he's got all of the pain. Yeah, it doesn't make any I sense. I guess like there, there was something off there that they needed to fix. And the big revelation, yeah. I can't tell you, but the big revelation happens at the very end, right? Yeah. So that it, it comes down to Jonathan Majors and Elba, and they're in a house, an empty house. Everyone else is pretty much dead. Yeah, and um, they have this face off, and he just like he basically like divulges his entire backstory to him, doesn't yeah, it's, he? It's a classic villain. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> like I can't like it was. I kind of like that monologue though. It was a good monologue. Yeah, I thought that they missed that. You're right. I think you're you're. One of your three worst is Adri- Idris Elba's character was missing some kind of mm. either choices or mm. backstory or a little more added context to make him make sense, or you just don't make him make sense. Yeah, you know it's one of those two things. But they yeah. gave enough to make you think, well, why didn't they do more? He's and he's like yeah. he's he's not crazy. He's no, not he's just not like crazy, killing he's people too, he's for too, like he's not unhinged. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what yeah, I'm getting. Yeah, he's not unhinged. Sorry, yeah. You're right. So it's like, well, why did he do? If he's this reasonable, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, why, he's a reasonable guy. Like, why did he do this? Yeah, he's a hard bastard. Well, the kind of the hard, I, I liked how they did build the character though. Like, yeah. So like a big part of the plot is that Idris Elba's character is trying to take over this town. It's like Redwood or something. It's called, 
and they could have done more with that too i i, I think so too um yeah. he he kicks out the old sheriff who was the person who put idris elba in prison in the first place yeah um by basically beating him up but if he's it's going back to the point beating like him up more than that there's a big character point there like if if he was that sadistic to just kill the mom he would have just killed that dude that's what i'm saying why give him the opportunity to come back and and have his revenge i don't know it doesn't make I, sense i think they fucked that up I think there's um, a few bits like that in this. Yeah, they, they fucked that up. But how about that line where he just punches him in the face? Oh, struck gold. <laughs> Great line. He's punching <laughs> this guy. He's got a yeah. grill. He's got like a golden tooth. He's got all the grills. He gets out yeah. the golden tooth. He's like, Must and then the kid gold. comes and steals it. And he's like, you rich kid. You rich. <laughs> Some shit like that. I've got a serious question for you. Yeah. I think they kind of vaguely explain it with that guy. But how do you become a sheriff in the wild, wild, in the wild west? You kind of just like. Wild, wild there west. Was, I, I don't remember, but it's it's not as like, you know. I guess regulated as you would think. Yeah. Like you do have to get it, but I think that that time it was really crazy to like have people be like, "Yeah, sure, I'll be the one line of defense for this town." That's me. In, in a world of outlaws where I die if they decide to take the town immediately. Right? Yeah. Like so, it's like they were they there wasn't a lot of people signing up for that job, so they were giving it to people that maybe had checkered backgrounds. Yeah. Well, I feel like it stole from a bunch of other movies as well. We talked about Tarantino a bunch. Um, there was the. Godfather in there as well. The bit where Idris Elba goes to this town, he's, he has a bite, and he just fruit. bites the apple and carries on with his life. Yeah, or oh, fruit, whatever it is. I'm like, that's right. One thing I did want to call out, which is I found genuinely really interesting, and we I said at the beginning was um, there's some unexpected payoffs in this movie. Now, yes, there was one point, and we talked about it a minute ago, that the really mouthy guy on on the good guy team who thought <laughs> he was the fastest gun in the West, and he's challenging the Cherokee dude, and he's like. He's, he's like, take, he's like count to five and he takes like 20 seconds, let's be honest. And then the dude just shoots him in the face. Yeah. I was like, this is fucking great. Yeah. Cause like you wouldn't just be like, sit, I'd be like over it. I'd be like, dude, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Well, it's like, I counted to five already. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the, the, the payoff then that comes after that is the fact that he was having that conversation with the Cuffy character and Cuffy was like, I bet I'm faster than you. Yeah. I really like that. And they, yeah. you know, they, they flipped that expectation. They did. I was really interesting. Is there anything that you caught up, caught on? Uh, like there was a bunch of that stuff. I did. I just think like there was multiple times where there was buildups and I thought something, I can't name any examples, of course, now, <laughs> where, where I was like, oh, they're going to like shoot it. Like they, they're going to shoot this kid. Yeah. And they didn't shoot the kid. Yeah. In the train. I liked that the dude um, with the, um, the dude with the sniper rifle on top. Yeah. Made it all the way through. And then at the end, the guy just like Cherokee just, shoots me in the back yeah, yeah. Just, all right cool yeah, yeah. i feel that whole final battle scene that paid off a lot of like nice bits in in sorry that paid off a lot of like big bits they brought up at the beginning in, in nice ways yeah also when the, the sheriff gets um the main character i keep forgetting his name uh jonathan mages. jonathan mages he gets him in the in in his like home territory and then uh -huh. he goes and tries to arrest them that scene usually plays out where the sheriff gets screwed right but in this version it's, it's planned and he actually goes with him. So that was a good subversion of like what I, you'd I expect. I guess that straight yeah. away. I was so, like, so I guess maybe you don't watch enough Westerns. Maybe not. But I guess my point is maybe usually what happens there films. is like he gets, he gets turned around and like they, they threaten him and he leaves. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, the only other thing I wanted to say about it before we jump to like maybe trivia, trivia and correspondence, the, uh, I was surprised they didn't have any native American characters for, if you're going for diversity, mm. this guy in the history, the, the Jonathan Major's character actually did run with yep. the native American crew and had like aspirations of having them take the land back from white really? America or white East because you in the West literally you literally me um, <laughs> that's uh, really interesting 
Yeah, so they didn't have that, and I thought that was a missed opportunity. But maybe they were just really trying to emphasize African American history. And sure, um, that's not shown in any of these films. Yeah. I'll ask you one last question then before I go into a bit of trivia. Is um, it, it serious? Kind of serious question, kind of not. But if you were like you worked your whole life towards like this goal, this like revenge. So your your literal life is about getting revenge. Yep, and you achieve it. Can you ever really settle down after that? Can you ever just be like, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to go and have a white picket fence. And It's a good question. I don't know. Don't live that way. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, this isn't the Wild West. Yeah, I, but like, I, I don't guess think you like, could. Well, it, well, that's what they, isn't that what they Hint are basically up. saying in the end? Don't they go their separate ways? Yeah. And I guess it's about like the the end of the Wild West as well. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. people stopped living like that at some point. You know what I mean? Like it couldn't just. That's the Red Dead 2. That is. Story. The end of the West. All right. Do you want a bit of a trivia? Sure. I will give you trivia. You've actually already named one of them, which I... Actually, let's do trivia, true or false. Okay. Trivia, true or false. Bass Reeves was, in fact, the first black U.S. marshal uh, west of Mississippi. True. It is true. He was also inspired in this movie partly by the Lone Ranger. Cool. Which I find pretty fucking interesting cool um trudy we've talked about trudy a couple of times yeah uh her first appearance in the movie true or false actually is also a homage to the godfather um wearing a black glove and um pointing to and pointing for where people to go that's what i'm trying to say <laughs> i don't remember that in the godfather false it is it's actually a homage to uh denzel in malcolm x okay um too much power for one man, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, which is actually a fucking great movie, by the way, if you ever watch Malcolm X. Um, one more then, and then we'll wrap it up. Idris Elba. This is, it's not a true or false. Multiple characters in this have all played <laughs> roles in Marvel movies. True or false? Movies? Uh, Maybe multi- movies. All properties. Multiple? How Pro- many? Properties. How Marvel many? properties. Uh, I'm just going to say false because idris elba was dc now he was heimdall in thor idris elba oh, i forgot about that yeah that's, Zay-Zay, that's dumb i should have known that zay zay beats uh was obviously deadpool jonathan yeah. majors is in the most recent one uh eddie gathag gathagy no i didn't say that as well and mustafa shakir was also all in marvel it's better movies. always to go true there you should There's probably go true when movies. I say random <laughs> shit like that. Like, <laughs> well, uh, I think that's it. It's a pretty good movie. Yeah, pretty, great movie. Pretty, Better than Aquaman. Pretty good movie. Any correspondence this week, Tommy? We do have some correspondence. Um, we've got some fantastic correspondence. Thank you all for sticking with it. We yeah, do very you. much appreciate it. Um, we do have a couple of bits this week. First and foremost, I'm going to save that for next week. First and foremost, friend of the show, Jacob. We threw out there last week. We said, hey, guys, has anyone seen... That movie we watched last week that I've already forgotten the name of. Um, <laughs> what movie did we talk about last week? <laughs> Fuck, how have I forgotten this? Dune. Dune, yes. We movie. threw out there last week, uh, Did anyone has anyone seen Dune? Has anyone got any thoughts? And friend of the show, Jacob, says he thought it was fantastic. He thought all the casting was done well. Um, he didn't quite like J-Mo, interestingly, even though I, he's one of my favorite bits of it. But he did love seeing that this adapt adaptation of the Bene Gesserit, which he found super creepy. And Did really he ever read the book? 
Uh, he, I, I w- sounds like he don't did. know. It sounds, sounds like, like he, he knows yeah. knows his June. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you, friend of the show, Jacob. We we loved it too. Obviously, yeah. go back and listen to last week. Yeah. Friend of the show, Steve asks. Now I don't know anything about this. You tell me. Did you did you watch this week that PlayStation did a state of play, and there was a bunch of stuff dropped? Did you see any of that? I didn't. I didn't either. He says. There was a new in-depth look at a game called Little Devil Inside, which is apparently very my style, because obviously I love RPGs. Mm. Um, and he says uh, he's keen on the graphic style, and it looks cool. I'll check that out. I didn't even know State of Play was happening this week. <laughs> did you? I did not. I But I saw a bunch of game footage come out, so I'm assuming that's what it's from. Fuck, we're so far behind. Yeah. Um, we need to catch up on life. And finally this week, thank you, new friend of the show, Hugo. We really appreciate it. Um, he has started from right back at the beginning. That's, I think he's including our um, our bonus episodes in really? that. So really, he might, he might have to put up with some of the crap episodes. So you'll get here eventually, and you'll hear. Thank you very much, Hugo. We really do appreciate it. Yeah. He do, he also comments saying that so far he would love to be part of our discussions, which is exactly what we want. Right? We'll do it. Yeah, we'll do it. Keep it well, up. where can they find us? Uh, Podcast assemble on Instagram, or. The podcast assemble at gmail.com. If you like what you're hearing, like Hugo does, why don't you leave us a nice review on iTunes? Leave us a review or better yet, comment on our uh, Instagram. Let us know what's up and we'll hit us up. We'll add you to the correspondence section. We love it, guys. Thank you so much for sticking with it. Thanks, everybody. Tally ho. Tally hoo.